Working 18 hour days, I slipped and I fell. When it's up and hit me, I had to change well. There's no way to sustain it, you crash and burn. Will not be able to work and no way to hurt. Change well, and then you can leave. Change well, and your kids you can feed. Turn your life around for the final bell. It's now or never, you have to change well. It's now or never, you must change well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another broadcast of Change Well. You know, this is a special podcast uh, because it's the Christmas week. Christmas is a joyous time for most people, but for some people, particularly those who are apart or, or who have lost loved ones, Christmas can be a sad time. You know, Elvis even sang about it. It goes something like this. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree. Won't be the same this year when you're not here with me. And the song goes on. The last few years have been a bit blue for me and my family. On December 20, 2021, we lost my youngest brother suddenly to a heart attack. So today is the second anniversary of his death. I would like to provide all of you some ideas on how to deal with the sorrow of losing a loved one around the holidays. There are five ways that I have found helpful, even though, you know, they're imperfect. Nothing can be perfect when you lose someone. The first one is connect with others and ask for support. Last year, my wife and I did this by spending Christmas with our children and their significant others at an Airbnb. The support of a family went a long way to helping with the sorrow of my brother's loss. But reaching out and connecting with others can be helpful even for those without family nearby. Look for opportunities to connect with others in your community. I'll give you an example. I remember Christmas in my hometown of Crosswicks, New Jersey, fondly. Crosswicks is a, a, a historical town where much history happened. But that's not important. History is all good and fine. But my favorite memory is the camaraderie of our local town around the holidays. Our family joined our fellow Crosswickians each year in the annual bonfire and Christmas tree lighting. We would all circle the tree at the community center and sing Christmas carols. They, they even did it this year for the 150th time, I believe it was. And the songs were both secular and religious. Voices rising together as one community. We sang of hope and love. Later, we drank hot apple cider and ate donuts 
while sharing fellowship about the encroaching holiday season. To close the day, Santa Claus would ride on the back of a fire truck and toss candy to all of us. It was all a kid could want. For that day, it was hard to feel blue with all those voices of joy singing as one. So for you that are suffering a blue Christmas, look for your Crosswicks. Second, take care of yourself and practice mindfulness, meditation, and prayer. Above all, acknowledge your feelings, feel the loss, and practice self-compassion. One way is to blend meditation with exercise. That's why way you hit it from both sides, both spiritually and physically. For me, on Christmas Eve morning, I go on a rosary walk. The rosary is a form of prayer and meditation practiced by me and other Catholics. I wake up early and walk along a local trail, trail saying silent prayers and attentions for my family and those who have passed. This practice helps me both spiritually with prayers and physically with walking. Those dealing with sadness could do something similar following their faith or mindfulness practice. Another option is to look for a Christmas service specifically designed for those who are lonely or have suffered a loss. For example, our church offers a blue mass, particularly for those who desire a more subdued celebration of Christmas, yet want to reflect on their loved ones in the, in the beautiful season. Other denominations I know provide a similar service. Third, Volunteer and give back. It is a well-documented medical fact that helping others helps you. Altruistic actions have been shown to release endorphins, among other things. Also, there is always someone else who is suffering like you. Gordon B. Hinckley, in his famous book, Standing for Something, said, it, said this, The best antidote I know for work for worry is work. The best cure for weariness is the challenge of helping someone who is even more tired. One of the great ironies of life is this. He or she who serves almost always benefits more than he or she who is served. So that's the end of the quote. I found this quote to be very accurate in dealing with the loss of my brother. I will honor him this year by providing a meal to the less fortunate through the Mobile Loaves and Fishes organization. You might want to celebrate a particular charity that your loved ones supported. Others are suffering during this season just like you. The best way to lessen your sorrow or loss is to focus on others. Fourth, remember and memorialize. One thing to do is think of the fond memories that you have of your departed loved one. As for me, I will never forget my baby brother who could not wait for Christmas. One of the difficult things every Christmas was keeping my brother David from waking up from all his excitement, even at 2 a.m. My brother Gary and I had a really cool plot to keep David in the room, which we shared while mom and dad slept. I, I, I don't know to this day 
why it worked every year in Fulham. You see, my dad used to put plastic on the windows during the winter to keep in the warmth. Besides keeping out the cold, the plastic also fuzzed up the red light on the radio tower about a mile away, enough so we could trick David. Each time he woke up at night saying, Is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? Let's wake up mom and dad. Gary and I would point up to the red light and say, Hey, David, that's Rudolph. He's still flying. Even with that trick, you know, he, we could only contain him till about 5 a.m. Then, then he said, I got to go. I don't care if Rudolph's there. So dad would have to delay us. He would go get his Polaroid camera and he would say, Santa's still down here and made some rustling sounds to keep us at bay. Oh, how we sat on pins and needles until he gave us the all clear signal. These positive memories, like I just repeated, of your loved one can help you with the sorrow. Fifth, express yourself create creatively. One way to memorialize your loved one is with your creative passion. As for me, I love to write poetry. You may have guessed that from some of our po- previous podcasts. And one of the biggest Christmas gifts I ever got was the inspiration I received on Christmas Day of 2021. I had been struggling with a proper memorial for my brother in his upcoming eulogy. I knew I had to include his and his wife's love of dogs. I don't particularly love dogs unless it's my dog Boots. I woke up at 3 a.m. on Christmas morning with this poem fully formed in my mind. I cried tears of joy while writing it down. The names referenced in this poem are the names of my brothers and his wife's dogs. Zooey looked at Sis in that mischievous way. Where is our master? I want to go out and play. Our yips are a little less yippy. Our yaps a little less yappy. What happened to our master who always made us happy? He gave us kisses and never fleas. He let us do our business on his trees. What happened to him? Where did he go? And what happened to her mom? You know, she's moving rather slow. Now, Alvin pawed at Jasmine and echoed what Zooey said. Where is our master who always patted our heads? He gave us snacks and it was always a treat when he let us wrestle at the boots at his feet. Where is he, Jasmine? Where is he now? We got to help mom and find him somehow. Then sis looked at her siblings and said with a sisterly grin, You can't look for him outside. You have to look within. For like our brother Ranger, he went to his master above, who entered this world one December and showered it with love. And he waits for us in heaven again leading the way, where there will be no more sorrow, and all good dogs get to stay. Then all four dogs were silent, as they turned inward and prayed, and in their souls they saw our master, and again with their dad David, they yipped and yapped and played. So these are the five ways to feel happier if your Christmas is blue, such as mine is. But if they do not work for you, 
Do not let your grief become overwhelming and reach out to a friend or professional help if necessary. I usually end this podcast with the name of our show, Change Well. But sometimes a change is hard and sorrowful. In those cases, you may not always be able to change well. The loss you feel needs time to heal, but you can always change better. You can always draw on friends, family, and others for support. So when you are blue and not taking the change and the heartache well, you can change better and remember with your heart the one you lost. Thank you.